0: How do you get into it? And I'm going now into computers and emails. What is your login for your emails and your passwords? So just information that people know that you can put away if you're worried that people are gonna get into your things. This is for future. It's not necessarily you gonna publish this in the daily news. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna
1: lock it up too. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna lock it up. Welcome to Aging and Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams, I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, in some cases, in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult, this podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work, and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, And who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Welcome to Aging in Style. I'm so glad you're here because we have a really important show for you. I have Lynn Von Vilas back. And if you are a regular listener, you probably heard her. It been a couple of years ago now. We had her on to talk about the binder. And it's a binder of essential documents needed for everyone, whether you are a senior or not. And so we... (laughs) For the last couple of years, I've had to use this information and have seen how valuable it is. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the binder, why it's important, how it's used, and then we're going to break it down and go through each page of it and what you need. Lynn and I are also doing workshops in the Dallas area, and I'm also going to have a downloadable for those of you who are not in this area, but the downloadable will have all the information that we're going to talk about today so that you can create your own binder of essential documents. So welcome, Lynn. Hello. Glad to have you back on. So why don't we just jump into it and talk about how this idea came up for you about the binder?
0: Okay. A couple things. I had to settle my aunt and uncle's affairs in Rhode Island. And I live in Texas. So I needed a mobile office with those documents. My dad died about seven years ago, and my mom is still living. And I had to take care of his affairs because my mom is not capable. She's 97. So I again needed a mobile office to shut down my dad's estate and put Mom in charge or me for the affairs. And a couple of years ago, I did lose my son and we needed to take care of his affairs. So unfortunately, I've had more than one use for this. And that's kind of how it has evolved and refined over the years.
1: Mm -hmm. So. Important information. Just want y'all to know, we are not attorneys, so this is not legal advice or anything. This is just something that Lynn has put together that has been very helpful and helpful to many others. Also, this book is not just for for death. I mean, it's for anything. Like you were saying, well, Lynn, my mom actually ended up in the hospital during COVID. And I sat in the
0: parking lot because I wasn't allowed to go in with her binder and they kept running out for information. So all her prescriptions, we'll get into it, but her prescriptions, everything that you need, even as a 20 year old or a 30 year old to help your parents is in this. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. So this is not just for you if you're 80 years old, this is for your family and to help your kids. And and I, I feel like the binder can open conversations with family members because I know a lot of people have no clue anything about their parents' estate. And so I think this is a great way to open those conversations and not let it be an emergency situation where you're trying to find this information because you're already in a bad state as it is, emotional, and then to have to be trying to figure out is it in this file cabinet or is it somewhere else in the house or is it just not around? So Mm -hmm. that's why we want to by the importance of the binder, just to have everything together in one place where you can find it. So let's kind of dive into what you call the punch list Mm -hmm. of all the items, and we'll just go step by step.
0: Okay, the first couple pages is just a punch list, and again, it's more for thinking and, oh yeah, or oh no. The first thing is, do not announce the death immediately. That would be for identity protection. Again, my son died, he was 43. And we didn't want the world to take his identity. Just don't announce it immediately. And also for other reasons, banking and whatnot, you wanna get all your information done first before you announce the death. You don't need to be waiting for death certificates to come in. Change of address. If you are the responsible person, like I am for my mom and I was for my dad, change their address to your address. That way you'll get all the mail And you'll see what's coming. You'll see what they're doing. You'll see their subscriptions. You'll see the crazy accounts that they may have. And you get a good read on what you're going to be responsible for.
1: Yeah, that's a valid point. And then I think the most important (laughs) is cell phone. Yes. And I found out this because when my dad
0: died, I had his cell phone. And this third-party verification identification number because many times I logged in and needed this,
1: mm-hmm. and it would pop up, and it's like, oh, I can get in. And so, this is what really stuck with me when Lynn talked about this about the binder the first time we talked. When my husband had his strokes, Christmas 2022, I remember I'm grabbing his phone. So, I always had his phone with me charged because I had to go in. So many things were in his name and going to his email or to his phone, and I I had to go and change everything. And so if I had not had his phone, I wouldn't have been able to get that security code to change. And he had a lot of things that were facial recognition. So he was lying. it's kind of funny now because it was just so crazy, but he's laying in the hospital bed and I'm holding the phone over him trying to get it to open and, you know, read his, his face. face. And you know, sometimes he's looking at me like, what are you trying to grab at it? Like, can, you know, like, what on earth are you doing? And I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. But that was such an important tip for me because I was able to change everything because all of the billing he took care of. I mean, I knew, thankfully, what we had, but. I had to change everything to come to me, and I don't know if I'd been able to do it without his phone. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's the first and the most important mm-hmm. is the cell phone. So do not disable, change, make sure you can get in. You know the passwords to get in, so it's you don't get locked, locked out. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing I would say. If that is, you know the
1: password to the phone. Mm-hmm. I luckily I did know his yes. password, but um, but yeah, that's very important because I don't know my mom's password.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, moving on to the financial side of this and making sure again. Now we this goes for both my daughter who's forty three now and my mom who's ninety seven. Know how, where, and what the bills are. How are they paid? utility bills, the electric, the gas, the internet, the cable, the cell phone, the streaming, the water. How are they paid? Do they just pay them on? Are they paid automatically? Are they paid because you have to go in and pay them on your phone? Are checks written? I know that's taboo these days, but you need to know how to take care of this. Taxes,
1: home-related, HOA. Oh, you bring up HOA. That's a good one because Mark had everything auto pay Except the HOA. And I get a bill like that I'm overdue. I haven't paid it. And I'm like, what on earth? And so you know, I didn't even think about it. And I go back and look. And that was the one thing he did not have on auto draft. And for
0: anybody, HOA is Homeowners Association. If you're not in Texas or not familiar with it, it's kind of like the club that your neighborhood is in that you have to pay for. <laughs>
1: Well, they take care of like the grass, grass and whatnot, you know, the but common it's areas. Yeah.
0: down here. It's HOA mm-hmm. and the other big thing, home security system. What is the password and how do you arm it and disarm it? We actually have our information on a little keypad. So when you come in, you could arm and disarm it. But that's another thing. If you can't get into the house and you set the alarm off and the police show up and you have to tell them <laughs> who you are. Yeah, right. That's a good I'm point. supposed to be here. Yeah. Credit cards, get rid of credit cards put everything on one card. If they have multiple cards, wean them down, get rid of them. You're trying to make this a simple process. You don't need 10 credit cards with all this stuff on it. Yard and house services, do they have that? Do you need to worry about that? And the other thing is all the apps, the apps on your phone and the apps on the computer, do you pay for those? Who pays for them? How are they paid for? Do you even know it's on there and you're paying for it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you today, you know. Exactly. So that's another thing that just quickly, the financial side of bills, some of the things that we've thought of, are they paid automatically? You need to know this. You You need to know this. And again, going back to login and passwords, you need to know everything. You need to know what has passwords today. Everything has passwords. They have the third-party verification. They have the um, questions to get in. I know this isn't the greatest for someone that's a techie, but for the questions that they ask you, I, now you know all my secrets, I use the noun in the sentence. What is your favorite dog? Well, I'm 70 years old. I've had a lot of dogs. The answer to that question for me would be dog. Don't make this complicated. People, yeah. think
1: of who is gonna be cleaning up your affairs. I mean, it is so true because a lot of the questions they ask are, what was the first car you had? What was your first dog's name? You mean know, things like that. My kids would have no idea. Mm-hmm as I would have no idea for my mom either. So, I mean, this is, like we're talking about writing all these passwords and things down. You know, you don't have to give this to anyone right now. It's just that you have it in your binder and that your kids or whoever's going to be the responsible party, they know where that binder is. So if something happens, they can access it. You're not, you know, giving them the keys to your world, you know. (laughs) This is just having it organized for the future. Correct.
0: Social security. Make sure that you... Uh, The payee of whoever you're dealing with Social Security, like my mom, who's 97. I am the legal payee, so Social Security can talk to me and deal with her issues. You have to go into Social Security. I believe I went up to our Social Security office Mm -hmm. and actually did it. But
1: that's interesting because Mark is on Social Security disability, Mm -hmm. and he is the payee. So I need to change that.
0: Hmm. Financial information. Do they have investments? Do they have an advisor? Do they have an account that you need to know about other than the normal bank accounts? Do they have a portfolio? My biggest thing would be to have them have some kind of a financial advisor so it's all in one place. That would be my information. Mm -hmm. Pension information. I know a lot of people don't have pensions these days. Going back to me, my dad worked with GE and my mom still gets his pension. I needed to know his pension information, how to get my mom legally getting it, which is all well and good. But pension information, once they die, that needs to continue along with Social Security. Taxes. Who does the taxes? They've been filed every year, hopefully. Who did them? Do you? Are you responsible for them? Taxes still need to be filed. If somebody dies, they need to be filed to and the tax information or the, the remaining spouse or mate needs to file. them again, my mom, I file her taxes every year. Joint accounts. I'm talking about bank accounts, checking accounts, CDs that you might have at your local bank. Make sure that your name or whoever is the responsible person is on these accounts. You've got to be able to get into these accounts, manipulate them, use them, transfer the money, pay bills. So all banking and investments, make sure your name is on them. Not
1: just as a beneficiary, but as a co owner or Well, that's something I do. Joint. I need to do because it has I mean it's my husband and I on ours. But God forbid if something were to happen to me, I need to go and have my son put on. And this is do you put your name or, or is it your name, Ann? I need to ask the attorney The bank will that. tell you. Also, I think it's and or, okay. really,
0: because Susan's on all of ours.
1: Does she have to go to the bank with you and show her ID?
0: Oh, I don't know. Okay. We did this years many ago. years yeah. ago. Okay. She is also on my business accounts. Mm-hmm. So any account I have, Susan's name is on. Mm-hmm. So she can have fun. <laughs> Credit cards. We talked about this a little bit. Get them turned off. And even if there is an automatic pay on a credit card, the worst thing will happen is it won't get paid. They'll contact you and say, "What's up?" and you can explain, give them another card, but get the credit cards turned off.
1: And that's when they when they die uh, in, before passing. You're wanting to like kind of get rid. Don't have ten credit cards, right? Out there, just right. Of, if you're eighty years old, especially or anyone, I don't have a lot of credit cards myself. I'm yeah. not into that. But but you're saying once they pass
0: away, turn them tired. off. Okay. And then if something bounces, you really don't care. Yeah, And you can talk to them and say, ooh, we have this one account. And sh- shuff everything, shuffle everything through one account mm-hmm. instead of multiples. Consolidate, auto-pays to one card. Easy to keep track of. And again, going back to the apps, what do you pay for and how are they paid? So there's a lot to the financial side, and I'm sure you would think of more. But these are the biggies. These are the biggies. And if you are 43... Who pays your, your utilities? Are they auto-paid? If something should happen to my daughter, I'm going to have to clean up her mess. Mm-hmm. Help me, kiddo. So that's the financial side of it. Mortgage, rents, and storage units. If you have a mortgage on your house, what is the lending information? Who's the lending bank? How is it paid? Is there an outstanding balance? And if it's paid off, you need Where is the, the deed? Yeah. If you own it and there's no debt, where is the deed? Mm-hmm. It may not necessarily fit in here because I know those deeds are 14 by something, but where is it? How can someone find it? Home taxes, how are the taxes paid? You need to know that. If there's rental, where is the rental agreement? Where is it located? Who is it paid for? When is it paid? How is it paid? You need that. And The other big thing is storage units. Do they have a storage unit or do you have a storage unit? where is it located, the unit number, and how to get in there. Because many people have storage units that you don't know about. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like,
1: oops. You know, I think that's how, there's a show, Storage Wars, that my Mm -hmm. husband enjoys Mm -hmm. very much. But I think what happens is someone dies, and it stops being paid, and then there could be valuable things in there. Usually, it's just junk. But sometimes, you know, on the show, there there is valuable things. But I think that's how it happens. Yeah. Because you don't know about it.
0: Well, and if you don't want to tell people, you've got this unit. But you need to know. Let's get rid of some of the secrets. Alarm codes, we
1: talked about that. What are they? How do you get into the house? One question. Did you mention safes in the house? No, but we will get to it down here if you want. Let's talk
0: about it now.
1: Well, (laughs) yeah, because this is my, oops, we have a safe. Or my husband has a safe up in his office. And I don't know the passcode. I can't get in. So... Someone told me that I can call whoever the manufacturer is and, and get or some it. kind of reset or something, or I just need a safe cracker.
0: <laughs> or a good drill.
1: And there's probably nothing big in there. There may, there may be nothing in there. I, I don't know, but you know, I am very curious. I've tried every combination I could think of and I can't get in. Hmm. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no,
0: no. So let's move on to the medical side of all of this. And again, this is also for the 40 year olds and the 90 year olds. Who are the doctors and why are they? Thinking of my daughter, I really don't know who her doctors are. She doesn't know who my doctors are. But if the information is in your book, it's there. If for some reason someone had to go to the hospital, say my husband, I could grab his book. We keep separate binders, one for me and one for him. And his information is in there. I don't keep up with his information. What are the prescriptions he's on? What are the dosings? Who the pharmacy are? It's all in here. So it's not just... A death book, it's a life book. Mm -hmm. Take it to the the hospital with you.
1: I'll add this too, Lynn, and I think because you know, because my husband, I don't know, he has, you know, a chronic illness now or a chronic condition. I keep on my refrigerator. And there's a thing, it's vial of life. I've talked about it on the Mm -hmm. podcast before. You can get that through, I think, the fire department. Mm -hmm. But I just made my own sheet and I have added to it because We just recently had to call 911 and there were a couple of things like allergies I didn't Mm -hmm. have on there. Mm -hmm. But on that I have, I keep it on my fridge so that when the paramedics came in, You know, they went to work on him, and then another paramedic came with me to the kitchen, and I just pulled it off my fridge. He took a picture, but it was all the medications. It was who his primary care physician is. The hospital I wanted him to go to because we had two options, and I know there's just one that deals with stroke. So, and they asked me that question, which hospital are we going to? And so that, because my son lives there with me and helps Mm me care for Mark, you know, he needs that information. And I keep his driver's license and um, insurance card there, too. So it's just easy to go. So I would suggest that if you do have someone who has a chronic or progressive illness.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Medical apps or portals, I was told they're not apps. Portals on your phone, how to log in. That's another vehicle that you can get information. Log in the portals and passwords.
1: That was one that came up. I had to do the facial recognition Mm -hmm. for Mark because this was annoying to me, but in the hospital, they are texting to him while he's still in the hospital, the portal and the bill, and I can't get in there. And they're sending bills while you're still sitting there and they're calling you. And I'm like he can't talk. And could you just maybe like email this information to me? And I mean, it's hard for me as a 50 something year old. I can't imagine if you're 80 or 90 and they're wanting you to go to the portal. I mean, it's crazy. Agree. I'm home health care people.
0: Do you have those names and numbers? Hospice people, names and numbers? Medicare? Again, we're in the medical. Medicare, And the supplements for the health insurance, get all that, get the provider's name, get the numbers. So this can be helpful to you. You can't have too much medical information. You need to know it. Mm -hmm. I agree. Kind of moving on to the legal side again, Lori and I are not legal at all. Yeah, we are Mm -hmm. not attorneys. (laughs) Not even close. We're just moms. (laughs) So on the legal side, make sure you have the basic legal documents, a will, the power of attorney, the medical power of attorney, the medical directive, and a trust. My recommendation is in the front of the binder or whatever. You put your power of attorney, the medical directive, which is kind of the pull the plug will, the medical power of attorney, and the physician's directory, directive in the front of the binder. That way, when you're in the hospital, you can hand them these documents because everybody asked, you have Mm. advanced planning? It's like, yep, right here. Mm. They take it, copy it, and they'll give it back to you.
1: You know, I will say, because I, I didn't ever really think about how this would work, but when uh, Mark went to the hospital the first time, I had to make decisions for him about if he needed this clot-busting drug. And he couldn't make the decision. They did allow me, which I understand if you are the spouse, you can make those kind of decisions. But other, how could that work with your mom? Could you make a decision like that for her if you didn't already have? this information?
0: I don't know, but when we traveled this summer, I made Susan the legal POA so that if she went in the hospital, Susan could do anything, answer the questions, and Mm -hmm. be her POA. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I've got it covered. (laughs) Military. Do you have discharge papers or any military papers to show that you were in the service just recently lori had suggested something to do with military and i didn't have my dad's military papers i had to hunt them down i did but keep a copy of your military paperwork in the binder so it's easily accessible
1: and that's going to come in handy if all of this is going to come in handy if you have a situation with a parent that maybe had a stroke or has dementia or whatever it may be because you're going to need this if you're needing a caregiver to come in if you're needing to place them into a senior living community. There are benefits through the VA that could help you afford to live in assisted living or memory care. So it's just to have all this to talk about it and have all this information is just going to help you so much because so many families I talk to have no clue about Mm -hmm. any of this. And if you're VA for cemetery
0: burial, you can be buried at the VA cemetery, but you need the documents Mm -hmm. to be buried there birth certificates and marriage certificates crazy thing happened my dad was 92 when he died one of the things i had to hunt down was his mother's maiden name
1: Hmm.
0: it was on his birth certificate but you need a copy of birth certificates and if you're married your marriage certificate what i've done is i have i told you two binders i've made copies and put one, the original in mine and the copy in my husband's. And I wrote in his book that this is a copy. The original is in my book, but you need your birth certificate and death certificate and marriage certificates in the binder.
1: It has to be the original. Yeah. Okay. Naturalization certificates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adoption. Cause both my kids are adopted. All their adoption information and naturalization, citizenship, mm-hmm. all of that. So any document
0: for you, you need in the, in the binder. Um, insurance information, moving on. Homeowners, auto insurance, umbrella insurance, any type of insurance. Where are the policies? How are they paid? What do they cover?
1: Long term care insurance. Long term care insurance. You need to know if your parents have that.
0: <laughs> and if you don't have it, you need to go get it. You need to know where these policies are, how to use them, and what they pay for. And life insurance. Do you have life insurance policies? And also, On all of these policies, are you the one that's responsible? And not only are you the beneficiary, but you also on it as a co-owner? Are you on their homeowner's policy so you can talk to the homeowner's company? Are you on the long-term care policy so you can talk to them? You've got to be able to communicate with these people, and you've got to be on these policies. Beneficiaries, are you the beneficiary on these policies? You need to be, and is there multiple beneficiaries? Car titles, do you own the car? Where's the title? Who's on the title? If you're the one that has to take care of the car, sell it, whatever, you need to be on the title. Because if the person that died is on the title, you have to wait for the death certificate to come in to deal with the vehicle. So make sure that your
1: name is on the vehicle and on the title. But if it isn't, you just... Go through probate and mm-hmm. then you can still sell it. And, yeah. and everyone, when, at least in Texas, I do know this that everyone goes through probate. But if you have a trust, it's, you still go through probate, but it's quicker, right? And it's easier. It's yeah. easier. Yeah. So just that's, we're not attorneys again, but just my little bit of them. knowledge.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this may sound strange, but hidden assets. Is there something located somewhere that's hidden? Money? in the house where is it
1: mm. you know that is that's a good one because i remember when my grandmother died we i remember going to her closet and she always wore those little house dresses and mm-hmm. pockets mm-hmm. she had cash in almost i mean several of those pockets and they said she did that because she always wanted to have cash if her kids needed something mm-hmm. so yeah they do that <laughs> yeah, we do it yeah. <laughs> jewelry
0: do you have valuable jewelry my thing would be take an inventory of it and take pictures of it again this no one wants your jewelry but what is your good jewelry versus your costume jewelry i don't know i do have mine in two different boxes and i've said to susan before this is good and this is junk but will they know will they know what to do with good jewelry keys where are your keys Where are the keys to the house, your safe, your filing cabinet, your cars, your jewelry boxes? Are they in a bowl, all jumbled up? In a junk drawer. In a junk drawer. (laughs) drawer? Along with some of my neighbor's
1: keys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I need to organize that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The safe, we talked about the combination. And the other thing is weapons. Do you have weapons in the house? Did they have weapons in the house? Are they legal? Are they not legal? I'm not here to judge, but where are they and are they registered? Are you going to open a drawer and there's a handgun there and you don't know whether it's loaded or not? Perfectly okay. We're not judging. But you need to know where the weapons are and what the weapons are.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Agreed. Because you just don't. And pet information, moving on. Vet information, long-term plans for your pets, Mm -hmm. what your pets eat, what their routine is.
1: Yeah. You have a pet. I I do. I have my, well, I have two. We just lost one, but my, my, one is an older, older dog, Dexter, but Sadie is my baby. And it's, it's important to know. I would want to have a plan, like who would take care of her. Even in the interim, yeah. what do you do with it? Yeah. You're, You're in the, the hospital a week. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to be worried about mm-hmm. the pet. And like, if you live alone and you're taken by ambulance, someone needs to know there's a dog or a cat in the house that needs care. So, because sometimes, you know, some people we talk to, unfortunately, they maybe they don't have kids who live nearby or the kids are not in their lives or they never had children and there's really nobody. So maybe a neighbor, somebody needs to know. So nothing bad happens to the poor animal.
0: Mm -hmm. Moving on, suggestion. And there's a picture that you can download or that will be in the binder. A portable, lockable safe, not a combination safe, safe with keys, (laughs) that is portable. Lowe's has them, Home Depot has them, and Amazon has them. They're heavy, but they are portable. And in my case, if something happened to us, Susan could come in and take this box to her house and work on it, because there's a lot of information in there. And it's not a big filing cabinet. It's very, very portable and it is fireproof how fireproof i don't know but they say it's waterproof and fireproof so we we do keep everything that is immediately needed in this filing cabinet It's so lows there like 50 60 70 dollars highly suggest to keep everything in one place you're trying to make this
1: Mm -hmm. an easy access, an easy process for them. And like Lynn said, a picture and the information on the one that she really likes and has used is going to be in the downloadable, so you can see that.
0: Something to think about, do you own a business or the sole prime income source of your family? Now, this is more food for thought than it is to write down. Legal documents for your company, where are they located? I do own a couple of companies. Yes, I know where they are, and everybody else knows where they are. Do you have an attorney associated with your company? Who is it? My company's 30 years old. Yes, everybody knows who they are, but things change during the Mm -hmm. last 30 years. So where are they? Business accounts. Who's the signer on the business accounts and banks? Accounts receivable and payable? Assets and liabilities of your account? What's the plan if you can't produce an income or you're
1: incapacitated? Just for thought. Something I need to think about. Do you have who your accountant is on mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, A succession plan. Do you have life insurance to cover the closing or transferring of the costs of the company?
1: Hmm. Hadn't thought about that. <laughs>
0: well, I have staffing companies, and I have a weekly payroll. So my payroll still has to be made
1: mm-hmm.
0: until something can be done. Is there enough money there, or do you need my life insurance to continue my company for a while? Taxes and monthly accounting, who handles it, who does it. Just, again, more food for thought on this page than it is to write down. But if you are the sole business owner, somebody needs to know this information, not just you. Kind of moving on, we're going to go through the binder next. One of the most important pages in this binder is your IDs. I can't tell you how many times I've pulled the IDs of my mom. She's 97. She did have a driver's license. We still use it her social security card, her Medicare card, her insurance card, her supplement, her drug. And the other thing is voter registration. It's just an easy place to put your voter registration card because who uses it?
1: And what Lynn has is just like a plastic insertable, what do you call these, like just an insertable? Page protector. Page protector. (laughs) A page protector. And Lynn got hers out so we can see it. So hers she has, um, actually, you're not going to see it because of her information, but I get to see it. She has copies of all of the documents we mentioned, driver's license, social security card, all that stuff. For her mom's, because she's in charge of it, she has the originals in the book. So I hope that makes sense.
0: I do have my original social security card Okay. because no one carries that anymore. And I do have my passport in here. Okay. Just because I know where it is. Yeah. It's and my voter registration card, as we talked about. So it's just an easy, all your IDs are there. And yes, you'll need that when you go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. We talked about cell phones already, but there's a, a page with a page protector that talks about cell phones, your security number on your cell phone, facial ID, fingerprints. Who is the carrier? How do you log in? And who's on your plan? Mm -hmm. I happen to have five phones on my plan because I also use it for the office. So it's just important to know this. How's the phone paid for? How do you access the invoice? How do you get into it? And I'm going now into computers and emails. What is your login for your emails and your passwords? So just information that people know that you can put away if you're worried that people are going to get into your things. This is for future. It's not necessarily you going to publish this in the Daily News. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're going to lock it up too.
0: Yeah, you're going to lock <laughs> it up. Signers on accounts, I'm moving kind of into banking. There's a page here. Who are the signers? Are they checking accounts? Are they money markets? Are they CDs? What is it? And also, in the slip, you can put the latest statements in your slip so that it's easy for people to find it. Checking account, safety deposit box. Many people, I'm assuming, are, it's kind of an old thing, but have safety deposit box at banks. Mm-hmm. How do you get into it? Where is it?
1: Yeah, do you even know? Your parents may have one and you mm-hmm. don't
0: know. hmm So financial information, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Do you have it? Who's in charge of it? Who does it?
1: You need to know that because when you mentioned financial, I thought about this. Mark actually was a victim of fraud a couple of months ago. I get a thing in the mail from capital bank saying, oh, Mark Williams, you've been approved for this credit card. And I'm like, I know, I know he didn't apply for that. So I called them And I will say the first lady I talked to, I had to kind of go a little crazy on her because she was saying she had to talk to him and he had to answer questions. And I'm like, I have power of attorney and he couldn't answer the questions. And so she had to say, you know, ma'am, you need to be professional. I was being professional until she said that. Then I was no longer professional. But anyhow, it ended up being a big mess which we were able to clean up and then i went ahead and got LifeLock mm-hmm. just to lock everything down so mm-hmm. everything we have is locked down because when you're in the hospital and rehab all the places mark has been all his information is out there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i don't know who has it and who is trying to open accounts in his name so just That's be okay. aware of that so add LifeLock lock or whatever for me i just i sleep better at night knowing that i have that
0: Good idea. So moving on, financial credit cards, debit cards. I actually have made copies of mine that are in my book. My mom doesn't have any credit cards, but it's all right here. Passwords, how to get in. You need copies of them quit and if your wallet's stolen, it's all right here. Your, informa- yeah. your information your information's So it's yeah. just not a death book, it's a life book. Yeah. Vehicles where are the titles? Where are they located? What are the VIN numbers? Where where are the titles? Who owns it? What are they? And if you have a loan. A loan? Yeah. What's the loan number? Mm -hmm. And how much is the loan? When you're writing these things, how much is owed on the credit card? It's February 1st. What is the loan on the car? So you have an idea of what's going on And in two years, if the loan today is $10,000 and your mom's paying it, and in two years it's $12,000, something's wrong. Yeah. So know the amounts for these cards and loans, if they're there. Moving on to the medical a little bit, doctor's information, who's your doctor? Who are they associated with?
1: What are the portals? As we get older, too, I mean, we have, or if you're on an HMO, which we are, you have a primary care physician. Everything goes through that doctor. But you also, like, I mean, for Mark now, I have a neurologist, I have a vascular surgeon, I have a special a team. doctor. I mean, yeah, I have a whole team. And, you know, it's, you could possibly find all that if something happened to me, but why make it hard on yourself? Have everything, have everything, loose? or if you're in the hospital and they say,
0: who are your doctors? Mm-hmm they're here. You don't have to.
1: And uh, you know what, that's a good point, because I'm going to say when this latest incident, Mark had a seizure, and we had to have him taken to the emergency room, I had been up all night with him. And then the seizure happened. And I was pretty much, I mean, I was calm on the exterior. (laughs) On the interior, I was freaking out. And I could not remember certain things. Like they were asking about the doctor, and I did not have this book to go. I had my sheet, which I brought with me, but I didn't have. The allergies, and I ended up, I've said this before, this is so ridiculous. I knew he was allergic to an antibiotic, and I said amoxicillin, and it wasn't. And then it came to me later. I said, no, no, it's Augmentin. It is in his file. So all through, I can't get that off his file now. It comes up that he's allergic to amoxicillin, and he's not. So another good reason to have your information so you don't mess things up. Totally agree. Yep. Prescriptions. What kind of prescriptions
0: are you on? What supplements do you take? Mm Mm-hmm. Just where do you get your medications filled? Right. Exactly.
1: Walgreens, where, where do they have you?
0: Exactly. And the reason for the drug, why is this person on the drug? If you know that, it might help
1: if they're on it. Why are they on it? And it's another trigger for a question. And if they are keeping up with it, which hopefully they are, sometimes we have older adults who are on so many medications Mm -hmm. from different doctors who are not talking Mm -hmm. to each other and they're over medicated Mm -hmm. so sometimes there's some dementia involved so you may not have all the information but it's a good opening segue to talk with Mm -hmm. them about Mm -hmm. it and and Mm -hmm. see what they're taking
0: and get in their business Mm -hmm. get in their business know why they're taking it know why they're on a blood thinner do they need it Mm -hmm. or was the blood thinner 20 years ago because they had a clot 20 years ago and they're still on it um hospitalization history that's another thing Know what the hospitalization history is. Think of when you're in the hospital and they say, have you ever been in the hospital before? Sure or no, or it was years ago, or it was, I happen to have two knee replacements. It's a fixable event. It was done. It's over. I have, I have no ongoing mom. Well, it's another thing, but know your hospitalization history because it's a question they ask in the hospital. Allergies, like Lori had said, are there health issues? that you need to know about? Other than just the normal, I had a cold and my knee was replaced and I'm fine. Are there issues? Hot yeah, blood pressure. That was hard to say. Cholesterol, anything mm-hmm. like that going on. Ongoing issues. Again, we talked about prescriptions and medications. Know what they are, the dosing, who administered them, why, when. And the other thing is, what is the generic name?
1: Mm, That's good. Because
0: a lot of times, you know it is one thing, and they'll have it as another. And I've even asked for me, what is that? And they go, oh, it's so-and-so's. Oh, yeah, I took that. But know what these names are, because the generic names are not the same as the regular. The other thing you need is an out-of-hospital DNR. If you're in the hospital, your legal papers cover... Do not resuscitate. There is an out-of-hospital DNR that if you should die, again, I'm not legal, but if you should die, if you should die at home, you need an out-of-hospital DNR.
1: You mean if, you're, if you call the ambulance, they come, and they're trying to resuscitate you? Right. I mean, not if you're found. Correct. Possibly. Correct. Yeah. Okay.
0: But if your wishes are no heroic, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. They're, they're hooking you up. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. a good point.
0: Long-term care. I would suggest long-term care insurance. Personally, mom had it. It's wonderful. So these are your medical sides of things. Insurance, we've kind of talked about insurance a little bit. Long-term care would fall under that. Your policies, homeowners, rental, vehicle, umbrella, pension, long-term care, life insurance.
1: Know where these are know where they are and you have all this on the insurance page mm-hmm.
0: okay what the company is and what the policy is mm-hmm. so there's a page that you can fill in the blank on your insurances mm-hmm. so it's easy to keep up with another thing that we want going to talk about that's not quite as pleasant but you need to know burial and funeral arrangements is the funeral Have the arrangements been prepaid where's the information i'm looking at mine the original information is in my husband's book. I have a copy in mine, and it says right here, this is a copy. The original is in dad's file for my daughter. So you, she knows where the original is, but I have a copy, so she knows what's going on.
1: And that is a hard thing to talk about. People don't want to talk about burial plans and, and arrangements and stuff, and, and I get that. But just to have it done, what? and I have not done this yet. I need to. But for your kids... So that they don't have to worry about it, and thankfully, you know, Mark and I have had conversations in the past, so I know he does not want to be cremated; he wants to be buried. Me, cremate me—I'm fine, whatever. Put me in a little box. <laughs> but you know, you, that's really important information to know because you want to know what what their ideas on that. And, and I'm glad that Mark and I have had that conversation mm-hmm. before because I don't know that he could tell me now mm-hmm. and prepay for it.
0: Yeah, your kids don't have to sit or. Your people don't have to sit in a big room, in a funeral home, making these arrangements. That's true. One of the things that we talk about will and arrangements, when my son died, it was very sudden. It was within 24 hours. His wife came the next day and brought her legal documents. And she said, well, here's Eric's will. Your information, your wishes are not in your will. So we had to go the next day to the funeral home and make his arrangements. Luckily, I had prepaid for a columbarium and the holes that the ashes go into about six months earlier and kiddingly said to both of my kids, Here they are. I I bought four of them, one feet Dad and I, one for you, one for your sister, and one for my grandchild. And I said, if nothing else, you can sell them someday because they'll be worth money. Well, not knowing what was going to happen, my son died, and we did have him cremated, and it was done. But Aaron said to me, his wife, she had no idea what he wanted. Well, at 42, you don't talk about this. Mm -hmm. So we made the decision, which is fine, I guess, but you need to talk about this. It's not in your will. As she brought in this bag with his will, it's like, no, Aaron, this is not. Yeah. So anyways, and prepay for them. Ours are prepaid. My mom and dad's were prepaid. And it was very nice not to have to make these decisions. These decisions were made and I didn't have to deal with it.
1: Yeah, because if you're sitting in there making the arrangements yourself, you're already very emotional. I feel like you end up falling for like ups being upsold to. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not like digging at funeral homes or anything. No, but I mean they they're a business. You know they're there to make money. But I feel like you know sometimes you're sitting there and you're like, okay, yes, let's get the Cadillac of you know coffins. And, mm-hmm. You know. And there's so many things like I know when my dad died, nothing was arranged. He was 50, and was in Louisiana, and of course they're telling us you have to have this certain like insert in the ground because of the the you know rains a lot there, and you know we didn't know. We're just like oh okay whatever because it's just not something you think about when i was 25 at the time so mm-hmm. of course i never thought about that but it's just that is i feel like it's a gift that you give your family if you have things pre-arranged or at the very minimum have had some conversation
0: absolutely and know the attorney that you dealt with with your arrangements and the other thing is who to contact when you die well it's all on my cell phone i as i mentioned earlier i own a business. I have over a thousand contacts in my cell phone. Who would the first person be that you'd want called? Mm -hmm. And what is the relationship to them? Why are you calling them? There's a page in here that lists that. And on the back of it also lists your attorney, your accountant, your taxpayer, your financial advisor, your clergy, and funeral home contact. Who are these people? Yes, maybe they could muddle through it. Just write it down. Some of this stuff may be redundant that you're putting in the book. It's why. But,
1: but this is easy. This, you just go to this one page, okay? Dad has passed. Now, what are we, who are we going to call? And everything is there.
0: You don't have to worry about yeah. who's
1: in the phone book and why. Exactly. So Or fumble through. Okay, who was their life insurance? Who was their accountant? You know, you're mm-hmm. not having to do that. You're, it's all there for you to call.
0: So that's, I think valuable mm-hmm. certificates again we've talked about this this slips in the pages for birth certificates death certificates and marriage certificates here's my birth certificate here's my marriage certificate Show you how old. <laughs> and then um greg's birth certificate in his the original is in Lynn's in mine copies are in his so they're all right here you need
1: wait okay side note when you were born, they put a picture of you in your birth certificate. No, no, no. This is no. Okay, there's a picture of a baby on this birth certificate. It looks very. You you supposed oh, to pop that well, out. You put your own picture on there. Yeah, well, my it, birth certificate's not that fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the a cool one, and <laughs> it's
0: very old. That's why very old. It's an antique. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you need your marriage certificate when you go to apply for social security. And there's one other thing that you need your marriage certificate for. I had to actually hunt my mom's down. So make sure that or my mom and dad's down.
1: Did you mention about obituary? Because we had talked about that. No. that to the book.
0: If you don't want to write your own obituary, which is morbid maybe, put notes in there that would help whoever is writing it. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Who your living relatives might be? Who would you like mentioned in the obituary? How long do you want? it? Do you want them to
1: know you go back to the Daughters of the American Revolution or today? Do you want uh, donations made to a charity or something? Maybe the the Alzheimer's Alzheimer's Association? Whatever it could be. Yeah. So, Put those down, put them down. Again, this is for thought. Maybe even music. Yeah. yeah. There are poems that we were talking about that, mm-hmm. things that resonate with you that you would want to be sure. in a service, if yeah. you're having a service. Mm-hmm. Military paperwork, discharge papers, pets, real
0: simple, vet's name, medication, shots, anything that you would need for your pets. And as you complete them, you can flip them in the back of the book or whatever.
1: But just to have everything in one place. Mm -hmm. I know you all aren't looking at the book right now, but the way it is set up is it's very simple. And I mean, I have looked, you can go on Amazon, there are all kinds of books that kind of do this. Some are very tiny, there's not a place where you can insert things. I mean, we just Lynn and I looked at different ones. And there just really wasn't one in my opinion. Again, it's simple, but it's it's easy. Everything is there that you could want. So it's just a regular binder. I think it's, what, a one-inch binder? Yep. And With page protectors. Yeah, with page protectors. And then Lynn also put little tabs on, too, so you can just easily flip to, you know, finance, insurance, arrangements, medical, whatever it is that you need.
0: So, and the other thing that we do have is a little password
1: book here, if you're interested to put all your passwords mm-hmm. in. Yeah. So it's like a little... A little blue book that you could put information in. Like, like has, a two-by-five. Or you could just okay. type it on something, put it in wor- a Word document and have it in a um, page protector. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, keep it simple. Oh, yeah, she has hers. Keep it simple. I mean, I after all this happened with Mark, I did a budget of everything because I went through, because he was taking care of that. And it may be on his computer somewhere, but I just went through, uh, went on my bank and made a list so I know everything mm-hmm. that needed to be paid. And like I said, the only thing I you know, I had trouble with was that HOA payment, but, you know, got all that figured out. But just the point is not to make it so complicated that you don't do it, because we want you to do this. And just knowing, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but the number, it's it's a very low percentage of people who actually have their wills done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's so important, but I think people just don't like to think about it. And that's why they don't do it. But you have to think we never know what's going to happen in life I mean we have we have no clue and you know a catastrophic event can happen when you're young. it can
0: you it can, happens my it son does. died, your husband had a stroke.
1: yeah, it's unexpected worst case scenario and we all think, oh the worst case is not going to happen to us and maybe mm-hmm. we do that just to sort of protect ourselves but it does happen. Mm-hmm. And we're two people who are sitting here telling you. It happens. Yes, yeah. And my mind, 97-year-old
0: mother is still living, and I have to do her affairs. Mm-hmm. But that will be expected, and it will be in order. Anything else that we need to add about the binder? Just know where it is. Keep it up. And the other thing is, when I do my taxes, I go through this once a year and keep it up to date. I don't keep it up to date on a daily basis if I change doctors. But once a year, just flip through it and update it. And that's what I do.
1: Yeah, and it's I when we were talking about it, it's actually like a living document. So if, if there's something else you need to put in, something that comes to mind that's important to you, add it. Add it. My test result. Oh, great. Yeah. My cataract implants. Hmm.
0: Just, yeah. you can keep my, believe it or not, my COVID card is in mind. Who uses it anymore? But it's there. Yeah. I know, wh- the I know where it is. Yeah. yeah. If someone
1: asks you, what kind did you get? You mm-hmm. know, if <laughs> you didn't mm-hmm. have the information yeah. right yeah. there. But just whatever kind of resonates with you. Maybe even like if you haven't. You know, thought about like you said, some jewelry. Who you want it to go to, mm-hmm. and you haven't defined that. You know, each piece in a will. Because my will is pretty basic; it's not like this is going to go to yeah. so and so. You might want to have a note there, like mm-hmm. you know, I want this car to go to this child, or mm-hmm. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. This is your document. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's just to, it's going to help you because you're so organized and amazing. (laughs) And then it's also going to help your family Mm -hmm. if they have to take care of you or settle your estate. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. So that is the whole point of The Binder, and thank you, Lynn, for all your You're hard welcome. work on this. And we've had many conversations about it. We've even presented it to our book club to get their feedback, and, you know, it's it's constantly growing and changing, and, you know, we just think it's so important. That's why we wanted to do this and share it with y'all. So thank you, Lynn. You're welcome. Okay, so... Like I said, if you're interested, if you're in the Dallas area, we are going to start doing some workshops and we can walk you through it and help you actually get started. So you don't just get a binder, put your stuff together and then never, never actually put the information in there. And again, we have the downloadable on my website, which is lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. You'll be able to go on there to download it and create your own binder. And if you have questions about it, you can always send me a message through the website. We're happy to help you and make this as simple a process as possible. So thanks for listening. Share this podcast with your friends and family. This is a good way to have those difficult conversations with your parents or grandparents and make sure you're prepared for a worst case scenario so thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week